This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 299, recent IELTS speaking trend that examiners hate. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. IELTS students these days are doing something to sink their speaking score. Want to know what it is and how to avoid it? Find out today. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Jessica, what's shaking? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah. How are you? Good. I'm feeling good. Let's add a nice uh, party out of the beach house this weekend with some friends. It was just a, it was a big Ooh, party this weekend. Good times. Good times. You is know, it, it was still, hot. Is it still super hot? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, it was a real hot weekend. We were in a, a heat wave of most of last week and into the weekend. And I just, oh, it was, it was like a hundred degrees for a bunch Ooh. of days in a row. And it just, you had to be at the beach. So yeah. I invited a bunch of friends there and we sat out nice. on the deck like all night. Yeah. Barbecue, oh, beer. Good stuff. <laughs> I think I might get away this weekend too. Nice. We're, it's supposed to be in the hundreds. Three days oh. in a row, we're supposed to hit a hundred. And oh. my friend from San Francisco is coming up to visit like at the beginning of the heat wave. And I don't have air conditioning in my house. So now I'm, no. I'm trying to think of like what we should do. <laughs> we need to, we're going to have to escape somewhere. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to like the, the mountains or something? You think? I mean, think in the mountains. Yeah. yeah that's I a good idea. Well, I, I took James to this awesome, um, rainbow trout farm and cool. it's like at, right before Mount Hood, there's a rainbow trout farm. It's so awesome. So, awesome. um, yeah, I think I, we might just all go there again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. You got to get away from the city, I guess. That's where it gets really hot. Yeah, you, you know, to get into the mountains, get into the forest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so what are we IELTSing today? That should be a IELTSing. verb. IELTSing. <laughs> IELTSing. We're talking about how important it is to, first of all, give off the right impression to the examiner and never think that you're too good for a topic or never yeah. close yourself off to a topic because you don't have the option to do that. Exactly. You just can't. Yeah. It's not a choice, guys. And it's, you know, the, the examiner's doing his or her job. His job is to, or her job is to, they have to choose the topics. Like before they even talk to you guys, they're choosing the topics that they're going to yeah. ask you about, you know, question sets four and five or whatever. Um, it has nothing to do with you. Okay. The examiner <laughs> has to like, 
go through all these different question sets because they can't repeat themselves or else one candidate would leave the room and talk to the yeah. next candidate and be like, she's going to ask you about bicycles and museums <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so obviously the examiner has to work through all these different topics, guys. And remember, you don't know what you're going to be asked. You have no idea what you're going to be asked. And you yeah. should never think it's never. an option to, be, to say, oh, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Or I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So l- let's give some context. You heard something that's heard about something that's happening right now, Jessica, these days in the centers. There's been some um, a, a rash of bad responses, let's say. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for some reason, I don't know why it's concentrated just recently, but this is just what I've been hearing a lot. It seems to be a trend. Um, and it does have to do with culture. And I realize, guys, that it so... Um, I know that in some of your countries, museums are not common. I get that. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know what? It doesn't matter. And it's no excuse. And that's mm-hmm. what I keep coming back to. Like, I don't have patience anymore for yeah. students who are like, we don't have that in my country, so I cannot talk about it. That <laughs> drives me nuts. There's that's a insane. lot of stuff that we don't have in America, but I can still talk about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Or at like, least try to. I mean, or at least and, and try to. Yeah. Try to. The amount of money that we're paying to go into this exam, it blows my mind that someone would dare to do that to say, I'm not going to talk about this. Cause essentially you're taking your money and you're throwing it down the toilet if you're doing that. Exactly. Exactly, guys. You're not graded on just what you know. That's that's not it. Your speaking grade is an average of all of your answers. Okay? So just because you speak really well about your family, for example, but then in the next group of questions, you're asked about art, right? And I know that's challenging mm-hmm. for a lot of people. But if that's the topic, I'm talking about part one here. If that's the topic... Um, you're going to be asked four questions about that topic. So if you answer right away and if you say, oh, I don't care about art, it's boring to me, the examiner doesn't have a choice, okay? She or he has to still ask you another three questions about art. So if you just right away, you're like, meh, I don't know what to say. And then the examiner's like, oh, crap. I still have to ask you those questions. And so then she goes to the next question and was like, um, did you learn about, uh, did you learn how to create any art when you were a child? So uh, some candidates, they just get so mad about being asked about this topic that they just shut down for every question. And they're like, "Um, I told you. Or like, as I said, I don't care about art or oh whatever. It just, it, it, you know, it sounds to me like this is more of a defense to being anxious, like a, a situation, a reaction yeah. to just being in a stressed out situation. And totally. some people get kind of aggressive and angry when that happens. Totally. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that it's that fear and especially um, fear of the like, I think we talked about this in my university philosophy class, the idea of like fear of the other, right? And that's what Uh drives stereotypes and hatred and, Mm. you know, like these blind extreme sort of emotions. And I think that is true. I think that does come into play here. It's that um, it's this world outside that you haven't exposed yourself to. And Mm -hmm. I think and then at that point it comes to in the test and you realized I didn't prepare myself correctly for this. It's yeah. not my fault. It's the exam's fault for asking me the wrong questions. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's <laughs> right. Not Pointing fingers direction. at everything else. Yeah. 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 Some people tend to point fingers at everything but themselves when they're in a pickle. 
when they're in a pickle. That is the cutest, like, idiom. <laughs> I love that expression. That just came out. I don't know. That's so cute. Okay, I need to teach that to James. I really need to hear my five-year-old be like, Mommy, I'm in a pickle. Come help. I need him to say that. That's adorable. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, yeah, so it does, uh, yeah, I guess, like, the first reaction would be they're, they're like, mad at themselves, right? Because they didn't prepare right. They don't. Yeah. They didn't read about art or try and learn about art. Um, but then the next reaction is like, you know, screw you, examiner, for asking yeah. me about art. And so <laughs> it's, a, it's just a terrible domino of emotions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the opposite of what you should do. Like, what should we do? I mean, we've done a lot of episodes on how to handle it if you do get a question that you're unfamiliar with. Right, Jessica? Yes. Yeah. What would be the first recommendation? Um, well, first, listen to those other episodes. <laughs> yeah, listen to the episodes, right? <laughs> so go to our, go to our website, guys. Um, and you know that we also have a YouTube channel, but all of our, um, the most, the most recent YouTube videos, they're also included on our web, website. So all the resources are accessible from IELTS.allearsenglish.com. So simply go to the search bar and you could search like not no topic or like speaking strategies and you're going to get yeah. a bunch of information about this. So um, the first step, guys, the first step is to be honest, right? It's mm -hmm. not to yeah. – so, so instead of giving into your emotions – Right. Instead of giving into that fear and anxiety, no, be honest with the examiner, but not in a negative way. Not, and I don't mean by being honest, like, I don't care about this. It's boring. Not that type of honesty. Instead, just be honest and be like, Oh my gosh, to be frank, you know, I was actually kind of afraid this topic was going to come up because unfortunately I don't have a lot of experience with art. And so that's the first thing, right? Be honest about it. But guys, you still have to follow it up with some sort of original response. Okay. So there's always like a but, right? Like I'm not familiar about this, but I do right. have a plan next weekend to visit the Portland Art Museum and I'm really excited to start learning about this part of your culture or whatever. Yeah. No, I think that's fantastic. There's a lot of things that we've, we've done episodes on how to pivot slightly so that you're still, you're showing the examiner that you're not necessarily going to answer the exact question they asked, but you're going to pivot just a little bit, but you're connecting your answer to the question asked. And there's also ways to score vocabulary points, like what you exactly. said, Jessica, to be frank. I mean, we've done whole episodes on just how to score amazing vocabulary points when you don't know the answer. It's, yeah. an, it's an opportunity. When you choose an IELTS course and strategy system, you should look for a guarantee like ours. We guarantee that you'll see a score increase on at least one section of the test if you do 100% of the work in the course, or we will return your money if you don't see that score increase. Guys, you have nothing to lose. So get into our three keys IELTS strategy system. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S today. One of the, um, yeah, the, and, and I love that this is one of the strategies that's developed over time of us talking about IELTS for almost 300 episodes and <laughs> developing our course and, and talking to our students in the Facebook group who are in our course. And, and what really, this is one of the strongest strategies that's come up is 
turning, using the opportunities, right? So in our power hours, for example, that's one of my go-to comments is like, when I give feedback to students, I tell them where they missed the opportunity to score highly, right? Mm -hmm. So I say, when you were talking about Mm -hmm. this, you missed a big opportunity to give me impressive specific vocab because you didn't dig deeper, give me an example. Or when you were talking about this, you missed the opportunity to show me your personality because that's where the fluency and pronunciation scores increase. So that's, yeah, that's a lot of, um, our advice, you could probably go to our website and Google missed opportunity. <laughs> You'll see some yeah. stuff that's come up about this because I'm sure mm. it's in the blog post as well. Um, but oh, yeah, wow. so this is a missed opportunity, guys. So instead of turning to the negative, don't turn to the dark side. Go oh, yeah. to the light. <laughs> yeah, go to the light. <laughs> right? So first step, be honest. Second step, say how you're going to fix it. How are you going to fill in this gap in your knowledge? Right. You're not going to sit there and just stare at the examiner in silence. You have to do something. <laughs> so yeah. what are you going to do? Oh and my again, God. this is, yeah, yeah Sorry, this is a, God. Again, again, it comes back to the investment. I mean, right. gosh, $200 a test when you don't, when you choose not to speak, your score is plummeting, right, Jessica? I mean, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine throwing out money like that. It, and it really sets up the tone for the whole rest of the test. It's, it's mm-hmm. rare you see a student, um, mess up like that, right? Or become mm-hmm. that emotional because also sometimes in part two, there, there will be some, some trigger topics like, um, discuss a close friend or family member. And perhaps the first thing you think about is, you know, a family member that recently passed away or something like this, this happens and you're under these, these test conditions where you're, you have to just, talk about the first thing that comes to mind and and it sometimes it can get emotional and whether that emotion is a uh, fear or anxiety or anger or sadness it is difficult to come back from those debilitating emotions those those emotions that sap your energy so instead we want to focus on on bringing out our positive emotions so that's why another strategy that I try and help students with is finding the things they're passionate about finding these really positive things in their lives, whether it is their partner or their pet or their job, because you can hear it. If someone gets to talk about things they love, everything gets better, right? So it's it's also a matter of knowing what you are passionate about and being able to, to pivot, like Lindsay said, being able to pivot the topics in those directions. Exactly. And, and I think at, a, at its most basic level, this all comes back to knowing what the examiner wants, guys. And that really is what you get in our course, right? Cause we walk mm-hmm. you step by step through exactly what the examiner wants to give you the specific scores. And we can show you that in a very controlled environment if you are willing to put in the work to get that target score. So guys, mm-hmm. if you want to get into our course, you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S, but you can get started on our blog. You can get a lot of great tips just on our blog about what we're talking Talking about today. And if you're ready to go deeper, you can jump into the course. Yeah. I mean, uh, we have so much information oh, on our website now and we're, we keep producing content every week, you guys. Um, and I, I mean, it's, it's awesome. What we create is fantastic, but so good. The, the really, the, the heart and soul of what Lindsay and I have been working on and creating is this, the culmination of all of our knowledge and hard work is the course, right? So we mm-hmm. do want to help you guys as much as we can. And yes. we we try, we give you like p- one skill that you need, something like that. But 
one skill isn't enough. Reading one article about a reading strategy isn't enough. It's part of a bigger picture. It's part of a whole reading module, right, that brings all these different skills together into the IELTS practice. And that's where the serious students go, right? That's where the students who understand that they're investing in something that's going to get them to a goal, that's something that they want in their lives. That's where the smart students go to get beyond this IELTS exam. I mean, I think we had somebody who came in the course after taking the exam like 10 times on their own, just realizing Mm -hmm. it just does not work on your own, you know? Time to get smart here, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that happens a lot. Lindsay and I, we we read the the survey answers from all the students that come into our course. We we know who you guys are are. And we see how our courses helped you. And I can't tell you how many times the responses on there, one of the questions that we ask our students is, do these strategies help you? Did these strategies help you get the answers? Because obviously, mm-hmm. if they didn't, we're doing something wrong, right? Clearly. And then we'll yeah. change the course. But that's not yeah. what happens, guys. Invariably, the answer we get from the students in our course is, yes, I can't believe how simple <laughs> this is. Like, how did I not do this before? Like, yeah. I finished the reading test 10 minutes before, you know, I had to. Like, that's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, they work. (laughs) It works. That's basically what it comes down to. And the basic message from today is, guys, don't give the examiner an attitude. That's the last person. Oh, my God. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah. Just turn to the light. You guys find the interest, find the positivity anywhere you can. Love it. It's a good motto, not just for the IELTS exam, but for life, right? Like, for example, when it comes to issues like relationships, it's always good to stay light. Yeah, I think so. Right. Try to stay as light as you can. Sense of humor as much as possible. So. Um, and I believe I've talked about my passion planner before on the show. If I haven't, this is one of my most dearest possessions is my Ooh. passion planner. I wholly oh. endorse it. But <laughs> so the quote for this week, <laughs> the quote for this week is magic is believing in yourself. If you can do that, you can make anything happen. Oh, beautiful. I love it. I love it. There you go, guys. (laughs) So we'll end it on that good word of wisdom. I love it. Thanks, Jessica. This has been really important to see what's going on as a trend in the IELTS exam. So we make sure our listeners aren't making these mistakes. I love it. That's why we're here. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jessica, I'll talk to you soon. We'll see you back here for episode 300, by the way, coming up next. Going to be a good one. That's amazing. All right. Have a good day, Lindsay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.